Taking place on the gritty streets of an alternate world, Detroit, Michigan, this one's film is an 80s action staple, featuring a character that has not only been featured as a Mortal Kombat DLC, but has also been seemingly influential in the childhood of my guests, Andy and Gabe from Who Let You Watch That Podcast. So sit back and watch out for stray bullets to the crotch as we discuss Robocop. Welcome to another episode of You've Never Seen Question Mark Exclamation Point. As always, I'm your host, Ariel Ortiz, and today is a very special episode because I have two awesome guest stars today um, from the Who Let You Watch, Watch That podcast, Andy Diaz and Gabe Martinez. Hey, thank you, Ariel. Thank you for, for having us on. We're excited to be here. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and um, today, as as the case with many of, of my guest stars, um, I have them introduce me to a movie that I've never seen. It is one that you it was you said your first episode of Who Let You Watch That, um, ep- and I had I listened to that episode, never seen the movie, still ne- hadn't seen the movie until this this afternoon. Um, oh my word! Holy and, smokes! And so, without further ado, um, we are going to be discussing. Uh, the 1960s RoboCop. <laughs> you got to make that. Yeah, 63, right? No? Was it? 80s? No. 83? Oh, 83. <laughs> <laughs> I was for a second. I'm like, oh, no. Are I'm we so are that old? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I uh, haven't I seen it either. It. <laughs> it is 87. I'm so sorry. I was thinking of... <sighs> You know what? I was thinking of our last episode, my last episode, which was the 1963 movie. So that's why. That is okay. Yeah. Ariel, I was going to be ready to make it happen. And I was going to talk about this weird 1963 Western Robocop movie. No, no, no. I was going to make it work. We we got, it's it's the classic 80s movie with Peter Weller and and Red Foreman. Okay, we can speak to this. And all that that jazz. Yeah, yeah, no. You were going to have a fantastic episode though if we were going to talk about a movie that we've never seen either we're never. gonna we're gonna make it up it was gonna be awesome yeah we no. got you oh uh, yeah no problem no problem <laughs> um but yeah like um this movie was just as insane as as you guys mentioned in your podcast once again i listened to it without watching the movie until today <laughs> um it is such an insane movie. Like, it, it's... I wasn't as... I don't know. It's just because of, like, this day and age. I wasn't as, like, like shocked by by the, the like, gore <laughs> kind I would of thing. Say the, the copious amounts of violence in this yeah. movie. And, and, the, and just, like, the... We'll get into it, but it is, yeah. Like, the, the type of violence and, like, just, like, the nonchalantness of it all. Oh, yeah. As well. Um... <laughs> But but yeah, like I kind of like wanted to delve into like going back to to maybe going to into like your guys's first experience with this movie. Of, oh like, yeah. How was it when you guys first saw it? Like you guys touched on it in in your guys's podcast. Go and check that that episode out as well, audience. Like it is a funny thing, but just kind of like a little a little dabbing of of what what that episode entails. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I I'll be very glad to speak to that. I mean audience we're here right now but if you want to go listen to the whole thing it's episode number one of who you who let you watch that but i personally gave 
this is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I saw this movie when I was a little kid. Yeah. Are we allowed to curse on your podcast? Yeah, yeah, you're okay. You're okay. A little ass kid. I was a tiny little jerk. And I like how those are the two curse words. Yeah, those are the ones, ass and jerk. Ass. Well, I'm making note of, I call them airhead. Right. So, but yes, I saw this movie when I was a little kid. I don't know, five years old. Yeah. And like, this movie became a, a staple of my life, a staple of how I would play with toys, play with my brother, play with the neighborhood kids. My entire reality of of entertainment was shaped by the most violent movie of the 80s. How would you play with the kids, Andy? Give us an example. You know, what I would probably do is, hey... I'm going to get shot right now. Hey, you let's say cops and robbers. Go ahead and shoot me. You bring out the gun. You're going to shoot me because I'm a bad guy. Yeah. Most of the time as a kid, you would just get bang. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. No, I'm going to get torn apart <laughs> and just play act that and just, oh, oh, and just get, imagine just like. You're going down and you're like, keep shooting, into, keep shooting. Destroyed <laughs> into meat, meatloaf. Yeah. And ground taco meat. Yeah. That's what I want you to turn my body into as yeah. we play yeah. little kid cops and robbers. Little six year old Andy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, blow off my entire hand right now. Yeah. That would be really cool. And the yeah. kids are just looking at me in complete shock like, hey, are you okay? Do we are, need to get a grown up? Are you an all right person? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's all right. Just run over my body with your fake car. <laughs> yeah, make me explode. Yeah, mine, uh, Ariel, mine was much more reasonable. I saw oh. this. I was a mature nine. Yeah. So I uh, I watched this movie. Um, I, yeah, just like Andy. I mean, our dads were very similar. Watched the gnarliest, most violent stuff ever. Um, and it was just okay. It was the 80s. It was like, hey, it's okay. It's fine. Um, yeah, I mean... It didn't influence. It didn't find its way into like my very being, like it did for Andy. I just loved the movie and thought it was rad, and uh, I became like fascinated with guns. I mean, <laughs> I watched a million movies like RoboCop. Well, nothing's like RoboCop. I take that back. No, I watched a million movies that were violent. Um, probably as early as Andy, five, six years old, but. Uh, nine is eight or nine is when I saw RoboCop. I think I was nine, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I just like was by that age like fascinated by guns. Yeah. So I just wanted like I would carry around squirt guns like in my backpack just because it'd be awesome. And you know it was back in the eighties and early nineties like you had the option of a squirt gun that was hyper realistic. Like kids were getting <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. had like you know, <laughs> a squirt gun that looked real. Uh, or the ones we have today, like neon crazy yeah, colors. Yeah, neon stuff. yellow. I was no dumbass. I had the, <laughs> the, the hyper-realistic ones. <laughs> that was the move. You know, I, of course I had that. I'm not going to have that, you know, the neon bullshit. That's not for me. You know, I need the real ones. So, yeah, I'd have those in my backpack, essentially, and take Jeez. them to school. And uh, it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I loved RoboCop. It was a lot of just a party. Dad showed us violent stuff mom let me see questionable sexual stuff <laughs> so this was just like this was totally fine you know they'd be like oh don't say those words 
but it was the same stuff my dad would say when he was watching football with my uncles you know like so i was no stranger to that language yeah 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 this movie just like it it just gets crazier and crazier the more that it goes yeah and like going back to the guns the guns get bigger and bigger oh yeah and and the guns (laughs) are not real like the original like shotgun that you like you mentioned blows off his hand i was like watching it today i was like that would never happen. <laughs> it's like, Dude, it's that like thing, that had to have been like the most one of the most powerful like shotguns ever to just obliterate a man's ha- hand. Just yeah, because like, it, it is it is gone. Yeah. Like as soon as that happens, it is donezo. See you later, hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and then yeah, like the the craziness of the characters as well just goes. It it it's. It's definitely an 80s movie of its time, which through this show, like I've been able to like experience a lot more 80s movies because that is kind of like one of the areas of gray in my in my um, knowledge of cinema is like 80 these like 80s movies, mainly like action movies, as well as like some 90s comedy, which like um, a former co-worker of ours, Andy, like uh, Matt. Matt like introduced okay. me to uh Rami and Michelle's like re- reading okay, yeah. a, f- uh, a few episodes back. Go and check that one out. That one was really fun. But yeah, like this this definitely represents one of those movies that um I wasn't, you know, privy to just because it, it like passed us passed me by passed my family by by that time, you know. It was like, "Oh yeah, we watched that when it came out. We uh we didn't we don't need to watch it again." kind of thing. Um Yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah, see, that was a movie, like, your dad loved that, Dude, too. This, this movie, like, was one of my dad's favorite movies. Yeah. And we have an ongoing joke on, on our podcast that I think is the the theme of our podcast. Yeah. Is yeah. that Mexicans love two things in this world. <laughs> they love robots and giant asses. Yep. Yeah. If a way that they could put them both together, like, that would be, like, my dad's, like, that was his, his motto in life. It's just, like, robots and giant asses. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a way to bring them together, mijo. Like that's, <laughs> that's heaven. That's heaven for us. Yeah. And so, like, just the fact of like, he was a robot cop. Yes. And he is going to bring peace to the world, like <laughs> one through the violentest ways ever. He's going to be. He's going to clean up these one bullet at a time. <laughs> yeah. And I, like we we're talking about that man, like bringing it back to like when we were kids and stuff. Like I, I you, you might have memories of meeting. Mickey Mouse for the first time, mm-hmm. or you know Donald Duck. I have a vivid <laughs> yeah. memory of meeting RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite pictures of my entire <laughs> life. It's just me and my brother with RoboCop. Yeah, he's like four years old. I'm a solid six, and like <laughs> this is the happiest moment of my life. It's like this is it. Was it yeah. a book fair or something? It was like at a at like at a firefighters like oh yeah, yeah. fair yeah. or something like that. Yeah, in the same group of pictures, it's like we're in fire trucks and like <laughs> hanging out with just like a police dog and like yeah. i don't know what it was yeah i think that's on your socials that library, right probably like, like they, that picture's on your socials like i think I've, i saw that picture on your socials dude yeah, yeah. so yeah that's gonna it's be such like... a funny picture i'm sorry it's dude. such yeah like just like you dude. explained it is like a, it is essentially like 
swapping out like a Mickey Mouse. I come from like yeah, like I'm a big Disney yeah. fan and stuff like that. It is very much like just swapping out Mickey Mouse or or even like Santa Claus, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's what we had in my household was RoboCop was our Santa Claus in a lot of ways. <laughs> Like the bringer of presents and a punisher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Robocop was my hero, man. Like, I, right behind us here, Gabe has a Robocop toy. Yeah. That, like, I look at every single time we record, and I've got to figure out a way that I'm going to take that <laughs> and just blame it on wolves or something. I'm going to bring that to my house and be like, hey, wolves. <laughs> That was it's, fine, right? It's it's even more impressive because it's not RoboCop. It's Robert Cop Three. <laughs> it's it's like such a knockoff. Can you? Yeah, it I, is I, Robert Cop Three. Yeah, I, I don't right. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah, Robert Cop Three. It's yeah. I've been eyeing the this thing. Now I want it even more. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it, it it does. Oh it says gosh, Robert Cop Three. <laughs> um, audience, Cop. yeah, I'm looking at a, at a uh, image of, of been... clear RoboCop knockoff. Just like yeah, I had this for years. It just uh, oh. the iconicness of like, of course, like it, it a Mexican, you know, child would yeah. get that in in his Christmas. Um, yeah, this was yeah, this was uh, it's it's like the holy grail of bootlegs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, the Robert Cop three. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, got this uh, got this a long time ago. Did that Frankenstein? Um, I did. I got this <laughs> yeah. in two thousand and three, I think. Oh, awesome. and, yeah, and I I checked a couple years ago, and they were going for six hundred dollars on eBay. Oh my! The Robert Cop threes were going for six hundred dollars. Yes. Oh yeah. It's gosh. like it's it is like a very like in terms of silly bootleg stuff, like this is up there. Wow. Dude. Oh Robert Cobb. Yeah. You will be mine. Yeah. You will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, um going back to the my I come from like the opposite the or the other um form of, of of Mexican father of being obsessed with kung fu Bruce Lee movies. So There we so, go too, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one side of the coin. Yeah, 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 same, different, yeah side. different sides. Yeah, um, all the same, all the same though. Really, when, when it comes down to it, it's, just, it's all about fighting. It's just a different type of violence. That's all it is, you know. <laughs> yeah, Love exactly. Um, but yeah, like just some. This movie is filled with standout moments, but um, just some standout moments that I could I could recollect, and I, I could pass it on to you guys for for your standout moments. Yes, like I I'm need sure to know what stood out for you in this. Uh, it's just, it just overall, like, um, I think it's, it's very much like the, uh, the death scene, you know, him getting blown yeah. up. It's iconic. I, I've seen that, like that model of like, cause they like switch him to like, kind of like an animatronic kind of thing that like you could clearly see it, but, um, but yeah, so definitely that one, even, even though like I heard it being described and stuff, it did take me as a shock of like, what the is this um and then also i think it has to be one of the because it, it's it's just the zaniness of of the the uh, chase but when robocop is is like being chased by the the other mechanized you know ed war machine ed 209 yeah yeah and it tips over and it starts like like it's a turtle on its back i was like <laughs> oh, what yeah. the heck is going on like this technology and stuff like that um 
And and yeah, it, it's like uh, it, it was it's oh my gosh, there's another moment that I was like, oh, it's it's the whole like just sh- the the shooting of those big ass guns for no apparent reason. It's just like <laughs> it's well, just, no reason. Yeah, it's, no it's, reason. It's a gross yeah. oversimplification. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Of course there's reason. Yeah. It's Detroit. It's yeah, it's have you ever been to Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> it's that's the thing too, is that it's like I loved how it was like which is like something that, that like sci fi movies at the time kinda like some some did. I, I we ha I re I had watched this one movie called Runaway that is with Tom Selleck and stuff and it's kind of the similar kind of situation of like of it feels 80s but then it's the future but it's supposed to be the future like it's like make it 80s but future kind of thing like it's it's that's exactly what it is (laughs) yeah they they just made it like okay everything's gonna be either really dark or lit with neon light exclusively and everything's wet mm-hmm. like oh no, moist. no daytime and no dry everything was freshly wet by something and they were like that's the future mm-hmm. yeah 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 and um i think the the first killing that ed ed two two zero what's it ed 209 right yeah we've always called him ed 209 yeah, ed 209 oh yeah yeah ed, ed 209 um the first killing cool. a demonstration it comes out and, oh. like, and like i was saying like it just gets brushed off like like, oh, like yeah. don't touch it like like yeah because they're gonna like clearly get rid of that body kind of thing yeah <laughs> just... the the uh, the uh person in charge of the the thing it just comes up it's just like i'm very disappointed in you <laughs> <laughs> this guy yeah. just got blown away into mush and yeah. that's what you have to say it's it that's the scene that stands out the most like when i when yeah. i first think about robocop uh, there's the the image of the poster of him like standing with the gun drawn yeah. outside of the police car like that's the first image that pops in my mind but the first scene is always the boardroom scene mm-hmm. ed 209 just destroying a completely innocent person yeah. and that sets the tone you go like get ready that's mm-hmm. the movie that's the movie yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I think that would be for me same thing. That's the standout moment is that that boardroom scene. Of course, um, <laughs> um, Murphy's Murphy's death and everything is is there too. I got to give a shout out though to to our boy Kirkwood Smith. Any part of him in there? Yeah, Clarence Brodiger is a classic. Uh, king of the bad guys. King of the bad guys. The yeah. lines, the lines yeah, that the he lines, drops. The, like, yeah, get out, bitches. Is- <laughs> Can you fly, Bobby? And just yeah. chucks this dude out of car, man. Like, he is just the master. He is. I mean, anyone that can sell bitches leave. No, bitches leave. That's it. Yeah. It's just, I mean. But it's is... not, it's not like, it doesn't even linger like that. It's just like, so like, a bitches leave. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. bitches leave. <laughs> he is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. To and end he all met, legends. met him too. I met him too. Oh, yeah. Awesome. He has a picture I, with him also. And I yelled in the poor man's face, yeah. you know, Clarence Boddicker. And he was just like, what? <laughs> That's not what I get at all. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, yeah. Especially with my background, like, I know him as Red Foreman. This was, like, Red Foreman if he, like, went postal, you know? Like, if he just, like, didn't give a shit, like, didn't care, treated everybody like he treats his son of, like, I don't give, you're you're a dickhead, I'm just gonna use you, throw you wherever, which way I want, you know? Dude, absolutely. Just one too many dumbasses mess with Red. He is out, dumbass. And he's like, Take them all out. He's Red Foreman without Kitty. Yeah. Without yeah. His wife. Yeah. Exactly. That's Red. Yeah. Oh. He becomes Clarence Bodiger. If he gets his hands on some grenades, that that's that that's after that '70s show. That's that '80s show. Yeah. <laughs> Red Foreman grenades. Yeah. Kitty countdown AIDS. Uh, yeah. Countdown grenades. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just very much like. Why have a grenade? <laughs> like you could just have a bomb. Like it yeah, counts dude. down. Like yeah, <laughs> grenades, man. Like what a what a silly thing to just have like for regular like street warfare. Like. Yeah, exactly. Grenade. But I mean that that was that was kind of like the go to thing in so many eighties oh, yeah. movies. Was like, well, yeah, of course this guy has grenades. Like everybody had grenades. Oh, in yeah, yeah. Eighties. It was it was not. I had a toy grenade. <laughs> you had. Weapon under the sun as a toy. It sounds yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, they had water balloon grenades. You remember those? They were uh, water balloons. Yeah, and you would fill mm-hmm. them up, and it would look like a grenade. Mm-hmm. Like whatever reason, because <laughs> children need to learn the ins and outs of grenades. Yeah, <laughs> I did the throw grenades at each other. It was the era after after the draft was canceled. They had to like entice entice Dude. children to join. That's exactly that's I, that's like one of Quentin Tarantino's uh, uh, comments on the decade. He, he said multiple times like the '80s was the worst decade ever for films, and he said even like the ultra violent ones. He said they were all just used as like a recruiting tool. Yeah, you know, in this subtle way to get you like on board, and it's like that was totally the thing. Oh yeah, As little kids like I don't think we played cops and robbers very much and we certainly didn't play cowboys and indians very much at no. all it was like army oh we're playing army you know yeah. you're absolutely right yeah it was always playing army or like commandos yeah. or like yeah, commando just any way that i could be arnold or sylvester or yeah. jean claude yeah. or just robocop yep like that's what i'm gonna be in our game right now totally yeah so, yeah I'm, yeah I'm that, kind of, that kind of touches like on you know like the this movie does make you feel for the police officers which is like kind of something like okay <laughs> kind of thing um but oh, like them yeah. going on strike and stuff like that which is very of its time right now um of, yeah of uh but yeah like it it's 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 definitely like a interesting dystopia that that um gets played that's played into like uh uh in the 80s with like this and then blade runner of like kind of like this kind of like um um not merchandise but uh uh privatized i guess kind of thing yeah, privatized, yeah. privatized court like you know like sponsored kind of situations which is like something that's yeah, scary nowadays and a little <laughs> bit more realistic possibly um <laughs> but everything y'all yeah yeah like it, it's and then then of course the the extreme is is idiocracy with the comanche american Right, exactly. But but yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point. It's like, with all of the turmoil that's happening right now, you watch 
robocop in this day and age and you go like i don't think we're that far off yeah you know like it's gonna we're gonna get to a point where like lapd i think i don't know the numbers off the top of my head but i think at like any given time they've got a hundred million dollars in open lawsuits and that's like that's from people that you know were roughed up by the cops that's from the cops themselves that got injured on the job or were you know un, unfairly penalized or something so it's just like it's this huge ongoing thing and they pay out more than that like a year their their yearly operational budget for LAPD like it's huge but it's just one you know it's not a city but it's like one, one county, county yeah. police force <laughs> one. is massive it's mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars uh, in operating budget and you go like at one point once Elon Musk's weird like half black half white like mirror ai robot things like once those are unleashed on the world i feel like it's a couple more years and then they're like yeah cops are that way now yeah because we can't afford humans like they're they're too much of a liability we're gonna have these cops and they're gonna do this it's it's freaky i I don't know we're gonna become terminator world i think so I think it is going to happen. I, I Oh, no. I truly believe one day we're going to be there. Because we have the little silly ones in San Francisco. Oh, they're like mm-hmm. these robot guys that look like the little Doctor Who things. The yeah. Daleks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They look like Daleks. Yeah. Yeah. So like they kind of look like those. And then, you know, I think that I don't think it's like happening tomorrow. But I mm-hmm. think like you follow this trajectory and it's like Paul Verhoeven wasn't that far off. Dude. Paul, so. yeah. man. But yeah. I think they might be better than the Ed 29s, <laughs> like, in, in the way that they, they won't... I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. No, I hope not. <laughs> but, yeah. I Listen, the first iteration, that's probably what we're going to get. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we're going to get a lot of that. I There used to be one of those uh, Dalek robots, cop things, at the Irvine Spectrum when I used to work down there. Uh-huh, yeah. And I would always see it rolling around. It would... It would, uh, it would read like um license plate numbers or whatever and mm-hmm. then issue tickets and then one time i was leaving and i saw it tipped over in the front <laughs> and i went someone got it someone finally took it down took it down by the just fighting the power man yeah. you did it did it yeah. we fucking did it <laughs> yeah. yeah so we're gonna get an ed 209 that's oh yeah the fountain and they had an ed 209 the next day it was there yeah and yeah. that's gonna kill so many people and they're gonna be like hey Statistically, this is better than what we had before. You oh know? my! That's all they have to say. That's all they're gonna say. Yeah, oh, they're gonna be like, no. yeah, he killed a bunch of people in this mall. But but the LAPD. Yeah, the LAPD killed seven hundred people every five minutes. You know, I mean, whatever. The, whatever the number is. Yeah. Oh shit! They're gonna say, I'm sorry to be breaking this story wide open. <laughs> You're hundred percent right. Because yeah, that's how that's how everything's gonna get spun for a while. Yeah. Uh... Oh. But you know what? This is one of my favorite movies I'm ready for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been prepared for this my entire life. You've been ready since you were six. You have the co- <laughs> You tracked down the person you t- took the picture with and t- took his costume. I need you. Yeah. We need you again, the hero I need. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm, I'm ready to shoot I'm up again. I my 80s, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It's so good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like uh, for me 
I re- I really enjoyed this movie. You know, like just the That's insanity so of it. Um, I I was happy that like I don't know if it's just some twistedness of me. I was like the core's fine. I'm okay. Like you know in this day and age and stuff like that. I've seen worse and stuff. Um, and I was very I didn't because I know that like famously this is like the thing that he's most famous for. But I was like I was like I really like the Murphy's character and like uh, um, Frank Waller. You know is depiction of it you know and and of course that there was that the iconic scene of like him getting up at you don't see robocop you know you see reflections of him and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. i've seen like breakdowns of that and how like how kind of like that's like an epic kind of like moment and stuff like that it did it did feel like epic because like you see like him passing by the tv first and then you see like him through the glass like the frosted glass like window and then then the Mm -hmm. big reveal and stuff so that was pretty awesome um but yeah like i was impressed by frank waller's movements in this movie i was like he's he's like very well like um you know uh, showing he's a robot kind of thing of like the movements and stuff. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah he's pull- he's like hitting those marks and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Peter Weller, he, um, uh, or what, he, Frank, uh, not like, Frank Waller, Peter Waller, thank you. I, I had to point it out. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a hero of mine. So, Peter <laughs> Weller, I mean, he would legit do like the, the robot and stuff, like he, those movements and everything, like, dude was the man. And yeah. He'd be like, like, put in the work. And he was like, actually did that wearing this very heavy ass costume. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, the the guy did a lot of really good performances in his career. He was in a lot of movies, and he, you know, great character actor. RoboCop is, you know, in my opinion, his crowning achievement because it's like that actually took a lot of work. You know, yeah. he was he was a dude in a heavy rubber suit, and he absolutely sold it. To this day, I mean, you know, we watched it recently. It's like, to yes. this day, he's still, he's selling it. Like, yes. he's a robot in mm. that. And he's he's moving in this way. His responses are so cold. He is a totally different person from the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. When he uh, has all of his limbs and everything. <laughs> uh, to when he's the robot. Like, it's a, it's a totally, it's a 180. And you could tell, like, there was a lot of thought into that. So, yeah, the... The dude needs to get some credit because he does a hell of a job. So I'm I'm glad that that jumped out to you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever did I share this with you on our episode. So I I don't have any tattoos or anything. I have I've had plans in my life to get tattoos at different parts of my life. Mm-hmm. At one point, one of the tattoos that I seriously, not jokingly, wanted to get was uh, my my mother's maiden name is Murphy. Oh. So I wanted to get was on my cap was a portrait of RoboCop <laughs> that just said Murphy, <laughs> but it was RoboCop without the mask, where at the end of the movie, oh. it's just him turning and going, Murphy, and like doing that smirk. Uh-huh. That's the shot that I wanted to get a hyper-realistic tattooed on my cap, and it just said Murphy. Oh, I did 100%. Why did you get that? Like for a, a, a second. Sweet, beautiful mother. Yeah. At one but yeah. Point in my life. No, for a second. I, I was, I thought you were going to say it's, and it's the, when he's unmasked and it's my mom's face. 
this movie has meant to me my entire life like yeah i was gonna ink this dude i was gonna have peter weller on my freaking body yeah like what the shit <laughs> even this day if i had that tattoo tattoos are weird now because now i'm pushing 40 and it's just like ah do i get a tattoo now mm. is that sad eh, i don't know but like now if i would have still had that that would have been cool i wish i had it <laughs> I should have got it. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go set up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know some really awesome tattoo artists. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that brings going off of that. Um, that brings me to like my one of my final questions of of why do you think people have latched onto this movie so much, and like why do you think it's a movie that would make some like people, someone like you, uh, be shocked that someone like me has never seen it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, go ahead. I'm I'm shocked. Well, first of all, I'm sh- I'm shocked that you hadn't seen this movie because you said you you know you you grew up down here. You grew up in mm-hmm. in Orange County area, and I just feel like, well, hang on. You you said, and maybe, maybe I heard you wrong, but I think you said you are Mexican. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh-huh. yeah. So. Um, and you know, I don't want to make a generalization. Maybe you're Guatemalan. I, you know, but oh, no, but, no problem. I'm Mexican. Right. <laughs> okay, good. Then we can still be friends. Because okay. if you were Guatemalan, I'd say get out. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you'd say that to Oscar Isaac face. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. No, not we at just... all. We love everyone, but love everybody. Uh, but I, I'm I'm shocked because it was such a core thing i just assume i go like okay well you're you're mexican i'm mexican you grew up in a relatively same area i know you're younger than i am but still i just go like well of course robocop had to be a big deal to you (laughs) it's such like a it's It's a shocking thing like if you were like dutch and you came from wisconsin i would be like well yeah maybe you saw robocop like i don't know but the fact that i was like well wait a minute you're ticking all the same boxes girl like you had to grow up watching RoboCop, right? So I'm just kind of surprised there. But that is beside that's that's an offshoot of your question. You know, like why why does RoboCop you know strike a chord with with so many? Um, I think RoboCop strikes a chord because like it's a it's <clears throat> at surface level it's very cool. RoboCop is this he's like the embodiment of like the resurrection. So whether you are Christian or not, it's almost this comforting thing to see. And I'm not comparing him to Jesus. I, I <laughs> but, there are but, 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 there are. but you have there. said that Mexicans love this movie. <laughs> Mexicans love this movie. I'm telling you. Cause all right? these, you know, they see, they see, uh, you know, Santo Cristo and, and like, Oh yes. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I mean, Hey, this movie is about the resurrection. This movie is about it. It truly is. But I mean, you, you see this, this guy who is essentially invincible. Like, 
he's this he's a good guy he's a family man and he dies on the job i mean there's no better way to go out like that you know it's like he's an american hero he's trying to rid the streets of 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 scum and badness and and you know just trying to pave the way for all of us and our families and the poor guy dies well he comes back not as a lamb but as a lion he comes back with this vengeance okay and console your scriptures it's in there all right so he comes back and he is more powerful than ever and he's able to just dole out justice in the most like laser precise insanely violent vicious way and it's this kind of cool thing where it's like it's this almost like comforting thing to see it but also he's larger than life the action is is wild and uh the i think there's the bad guys are so bad like oh yeah from from uh, i forget what's the ceo's name uh dick jones dick jones well the, the second command dick jones yeah 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 so i mean the you, old man yeah you basically have like the corporate guys are evil and then you have, of course, Clarence Bodiger, who's like the embodiment of evil. So, yeah. And you just go like, those guys are so bad. RoboCop is so good. You're rooting for him. So I think, yeah, it's got these sort of universal th- themes yeah. um, all wrapped up in this very shiny, wild package that kind of gives something to everybody. But I don't know. What do you think? No, man, that that is absolutely – that's pretty good, man. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> Thanks. You know – also mentioning you know the fact that like this movie you know has it, it's notorious for being just hyper violent you know um it you know had an x rating for the fact of it being so violent and everything and i think that gave it a notor- notoriety and everything strip all that apart and that's what i was going to get to at the end of this movie it's just it's a good story about good versus evil mm-hmm. and that's that's what i was going to say it's like the evil in this movie it, it's almost westerny where like the evil people are wearing black hats yeah and robocop is wearing a white hat yeah and that's what it is it's just good versus evil there's none of this like gray air or anything like no these guys are bad i mean they might as well be like throwing ducks on fires and stuff you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but like robocop's out there he is such a good guy that he gets killed he goes back to work the next day <laughs> yeah. that's how good of a guy he is dude yeah. ain't nothing gonna keep this guy down dude he's gonna be there. He is going to show up for you for his job. He should have maybe showed up for his wife a little bit more. A little bit more. I mean, but I mean, apart from that, this dude. I mean, he's going to get after it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say what you said. Me being Mexican, you know, half Mexican, it's in my culture. I gotta love Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the bylaws. Yeah. Well, I could add that bylaw to my my name as well because I I've seen it. Did really enjoy this movie. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, but yeah, no. I just wanted to thank you guys like um, for um, you know bringing this movie to my attention with you with your first first off your episode and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um and uh, which just to touch a little bit on that. He only shoots a guy in the penis once. You guys made it sound like he shot like everybody in, in the in the in the penis and stuff like that. He shot one guy. Okay, you gotta tell her. Like, okay, so there, there's a spoof. Well, not, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah. So you can YouTube it. It's out there. There is a there is a scene where he shoots 
80 dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many. So many dicks. Okay, so that's where it comes from. Because yeah, well, you know, that I was like, dick is enough. Because like yeah. that that dick shot happened literally, and yeah. um and I was like, okay, that's the first of many <laughs> coming up and stuff, and then yeah, no no dick shot off after that. <laughs> You know what? I think I might have blocked that out. Can I go back and say what the standout moment is? It's the guy being shot of the dick. Yeah. That's something that has scared yeah. me forever. Yeah. I'm so sorry that we made you be the first person in the history of watching that movie that was disappointed there was only one dick shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's also that's a standout moment because it is traumatizing. One dick shot might as well be a thousand because yep. someone that's possessing of a dick. Yeah. It's a terrifying uh, possibility that it could be shot. At, at any moment. Yeah, at any moment it could be yeah. shot. No, that <laughs> woman was like an inch up and it would have been me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love that's how we're ending it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, let's say, like, and, and this. Um, but with that, I want to thank you both for, for joining me for this episode. It was such a great delight. Um, oh, awesome. Like, as always, yes, like, we, we kind of, with, with this podcast, we always kind of tend to touch on a little bit of that existential dread and, and um, with the futures and stuff like that. And also, like, a little bit of a deeper commentary with these movies, which I've, I've always enjoyed. So thank you um, for, for adding to that kind of collection for this podcast. Um, but yeah, um, do you guys want to like, I, I've mentioned that episode so many times through this, through this um, podcast, but, but if you guys want to like mention um, your, your podcast and what you guys do and, and talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, Ariel, once again, thank you for having us on here. This is a lot of fun. I mean, any excuse to talk RoboCop is a yeah. great thing. I mean, if I just run into you on the street, I'll probably just only talk about <laughs> RoboCop anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, for for you guys, you can follow us um, on all the handles: uh, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. We are um, Who Let You Pod on all those. You can uh, listen to us uh, Who Let You Pod um, on all the things: Apple, Spotify. Um, all of them, uh, Pocket Cast, uh, Amazon, Bangle, Bangle um, tr- tr- Tribal, yeah. TribalWarfare.com. <laughs> Grunch. Grunch. Grunch is yeah, a good one. Grunch We're is on. a pretty good one. We're on Grunch. We're in the top three on Grunch. Um, ca- ca- cast It Off. Uh, it's yeah. A, it's a great one, too. You can always uh, There's the d- catch us there. The Dangle. The Dangle. We're, we're doing okay numbers doing on the okay. Dangles. Yeah. But, yeah, you can listen to us on all those. If you like our Hula, you um, who let you watch that episode? You can also listen to our other episodes, which air every other week, uh, called "Does This Movie Suck?" Where we wonder if a movie sucks or not. Yeah, those are highly researched, very detailed, and controversial because there is one that controversial. I controversial. Join the conversation, guys. Say the least. Join the conversation. Yeah. If uh, you were outraged by the depiction of the new Lola Bunny, that's all I'm saying. If you're watching Space Jam and the new Lola Bunny. <laughs> drove you up the wall we got a podcast for you <laughs> listen to that you guys yeah listen to us all that ariel thank you so much for having us on oh this thank is- you thank you as always and thanks um everybody out there for being amazing if you want to hear anything else from us here at undercast company um we are currently in a bit of um restructuring and we plan on creating more um shows and and things like that um under our banner so check out so look be on the lookout for that kind of thing and um and yeah and thank you guys again 
And um, everybody out there, once again, thanks for being amazing. Yeah. Yay. Nice. Okay.